Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Penny, who is four and a half years old. Hello to Leo and Victoria in Clear Creek Township, Ohio. Hello to Charlie and Betty in New Zealand. Hello to Charlotte, Matthew, and Marjorie in Kentucky. Hello to Jackson Bergeron and his parents, who just moved all the way out west to Utah. Hello to Nora and Rose. Hello to Aviana in Australia. Hello to Kaname, Akane, and Sumire, who are six, four, and two. I'd like to say happy birthday to Paisley, who has a birthday on July 26th. Happy birthday to Abby from Gilbert, Arizona, who just celebrated her ninth birthday. Happy birthday to Dottie from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, who is turning six on July 28th. And happy birthday to Rose from Ottawa, Canada, who is turning seven on July 29th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is the next part in our series about Red, the transfer student. In this part, Red is having nightmares and isn't getting enough sleep. When she gets to school, all she can think about is going home and having a nap. But when Kurt talks about the shortage of nuggets, Charlie thinks this sounds like a great mystery for the Solving a Mystery Club to look into. Will Red be able to make it through the day? The Transfer Student, Part 7. The Case of the Missing Chicken Nuggets. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Red reached over to grab her phone with one hand while putting her pillow over her head with the other. After pressing the screen where the stop alarm icon was, a well-practiced movement, she opened one eye to glance at her phone. Good morning, her phone read. Ugh. She dropped her phone down on her bed and was determined to go back to sleep. Despite what her phone said, this was not going to be a good day. She didn't even know if it could classify as a bad day. Red was tired after a night full of scary dreams that kept disturbing her sleep. To make matters worse, she couldn't even remember what these dreams were. What's the use of having scary dreams if you can't share them with your friends? She laid there trying to focus on going back to sleep when the first scent of breakfast from down in the kitchen started coming up the stairs into her room. 
Oh, no. It's hot cocoa. Next came the smell of pancakes. Hiding her head under the pillow offered no protection. She knew what was going to happen next. Her stomach started its morning noises. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Her keen sense of smell and her belly were betraying her again. How was she supposed to go back to sleep? Ugh. Red, her mother yelled. Are you awake yet? I'm making breakfast and you don't want it to get cold, do you? Please hurry and get ready for breakfast. It's a school day. Her voice is more cheerful than the sound of my alarm clock. Maybe if I press the pillow to my head more tightly, I won't hear her call me again, Red thought. Then she thought she could hear a creaking sound and then a giggle. Blah, blah, blah. Red is stinky, Blue yelled as he stormed out of her room after sneaking into what he knows is the forbidden zone. Get out, Red yelled as she threw her pillow at the door. Yuck, what is that smell? He didn't. He did. Blue farted in my room. Ugh. Red dragged herself out of bed and walked to her bedroom window, noticing that everything was still different and still so very green. I never had scary dreams on Mars, she said to herself. Red, her mom yelled louder and a little less cheerful this time. Your breakfast is on the table. Blue is threatening to eat it. Coming, Mom, and please tell Blue that he is in big trouble. Looking at Red as she dragged her feet across the kitchen floor, her mother said, Wow, you look like you didn't sleep last night at all. What happened? She probably woke herself up with her loud snoring and stinky noises, Blue said as he quickly ran up the stairs before Red could catch him. He always inhaled his food. I think I had some scary dreams and they kept me awake. Oh, and can we send Blue back to the little brother factory? I think he needs a new brain. Red, don't say such a thing. He just likes getting your attention. He's a great little brother despite his stinks. Yeah, right, Red said with an eye roll, something she picked up from her new classmates. Eat your breakfast, and I will be sure to remind you to go to bed early tonight. You can't learn in school without a good night's rest. Mom, I've learned it all before anyway. We'll see when you get your next report card, her mother warned. Red's mother was old school and liked to see high marks on tests. Why couldn't she be more relaxed, like Rachel's mother, Red thought. The bus ride to school was much the same as always. She sat in the back beside Charlie, who always appeared to have trouble dressing himself, but who luckily had his runny nose under control. Of course, she again hit her head on the roof of the bus when the bus drove over the speed bump on the road. This gave her a headache, 
which she seemed to have acquired from lack of sleep. Don't forget the Solving a Mystery Club is meeting after school today, Charlie said as Red tried to catch a short nap on the bus. She forgot that they were meeting after school. Maybe she would miss this meeting and go home and have a nap instead. After Red arrived at school, she made her way to her desk in room 215, her home room, which seemed so much more comfortable than it had ever been before. Good morning, Red, Mrs. Johnson said. You are looking a bit sleepy this morning. Hopefully all the new things you will learn today will help perk you up a little bit. Red doubted it. As the announcements were being read over the PA by Principal Burke, something about new plant-based nuggets on the menu, Rachel leaned over and whispered, I'll save you a spot in the cafeteria at lunch. I have a free last period. Red mouthed, okay, thanks. Though the morning dragged on, Red was looking forward to having lunch with her friends. Red never thought she would ever make friends here. She was just too different from everyone else, and, well, she feared after she let it slip that she was from Mars, that they would think she was a little crazy. But the Solving the Mystery Club members were fast becoming her friends. Maybe not as good of friends as those she used to hang around the outer rings with on Mars, but good friends nonetheless. This thought helped keep her positive for the rest of the morning, even when she had to write a surprise English test, her weakest subject. When Red arrived at the cafeteria, Charlie and Rachel were already at their table. Red often brought her own lunch, so she avoided the long line to buy the strange food everybody seemed to like to eat. You seem to be in a bad mood today, Rachel said as Red sat down, at least worse than usual. I'm a bit tired, that's all, though that test this morning in English was perhaps enough to put anyone in a bad mood, Red said, trying not to yawn. Yeah, I didn't like that one much. English has been super boring lately, Charlie said with a big sniff. Why are you tired? Rachel asked. Didn't sleep. I had some bad dreams that kept me awake all night, replied Red. Ooh, nightmares. Please share the details, asked Kurt, as she sat down with her empty-looking lunch tray. I would like to, but I don't remember what was bothering me. But when I woke up this morning, I was pretty tired, replied Red. Ugh, I hate being tired, she added. Where is Alexa today? Charlie asked. I think she had a meeting at lunchtime and brought lunch from home, replied Rachel, while trying to find her page in one of the usual giant-sized books she carries with her everywhere. Looking up, Rachel continued. Kurt, your lunch looks a little light today. What's going on? You usually have almost three plates full. Gotta fuel those big muscles. Charlie said with a smirk. I would like to know what is going on too. 
I wanted to eat those new nuggets that the cafeteria is selling, as they said they had more protein than their old ones, Kurt said, looking sadly at her near-empty tray. You love your protein, Charlie said with a small sniffle, a sign that maybe he was going to get another month-long cold. I'm not having much protein today. All they had was pasta, replied Kurt. Did the nuggets all sell out? Asked Red, shuddering at the thought of eating chicken nuggets, plant-based or otherwise. This has been happening all week. So I asked Mrs. Bromley, the cook, what was going on. She said she wasn't sure. The nuggets seemed to be disappearing into thin air before she even had the opportunity to cook them. It's a complete mystery, she said, said Kurt with half a plate of pasta in her mouth. A mystery? Hmm, Charlie said while rubbing his chin, something he does when he wants you to know he is thinking. Oh, Charlie, I know exactly what you are thinking, said Red. That's sad. You have been sitting by Charlie on the bus so much you can read his mind, laughed Rachel. What? I was going to suggest that this is a great case for the Solving a Mystery Club, Charlie replied with a sandwich in one hand, a tissue for his nose in the other. Yeah, I agree. What could be more important than finding out why our high-protein nugget supply is disappearing? Said Kurt, staring at her now empty plate. I don't know. Anything? Red said. It could be aliens, Charlie continued. Or maybe someone is sneaking into the cafeteria to eat them. Red shuddered at that thought. Well, your track record for picking mysteries is not that great, said Rachel. And I think it might be somebody else's turn to pick a mystery to solve. Well, I haven't had my turn to pick a mystery to solve yet, Kurt said. And this seems like a pretty important mystery. Just think of all the happy students if we solve this case. I'm not sure if solving this case would help or hurt them, Red said. It would certainly help Kurt's biceps, Charlie said with a smile. Kurt flexed her biceps and said, Yes, they need more nuggets. All right, let's meet after school in the library and discuss how we can approach solving this case. I'm sure Alexa won't mind. She's a big nugget lover too, I think, said Rachel. I thought she loved pizza, Red said. I think she loves all junk food. So we will meet after school? asked Rachel. Yes, they all replied. Just then the bell rang, signaling the end of lunch and a return to class. Okay, I'll see you all at the library in our usual spot after school, said Rachel. See you then, replied Red, realizing after she agreed to meeting after school that she wouldn't get her nap. Ugh. And that's the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.